odd series of events that is life. I ended up in Nashville, Tennessee for undergrad at Vanderbilt University. When school started in August, I flew out alone. I'd already been living four years away from my family. It was not a big deal to leave again. It was just like boarding school somewhere else. So I flew alone from Phoenix, where my mom was living at the time, to Nashville. And I remember the stark contrast of flying from the desert of the Southwest to the Appalachian Southeast. Around the time you cross the Mississippi River, the ground below changes drastically. Suddenly, the earth is covered by a canopy of deep green. In other parts of the world, they would call it jungle. In the South, they tend to call it deep woods. The rolling of the deep woods, that canopy of green, is so dense that it can be difficult to discern topographical changes below. There are hills, there are canyons, there are waterfalls, but their splendor is hidden by immense, tightly packed trees. Except except where the power companies have carved out space for their gigantic lines and towers that stretch like robots marching in unison from the coal plants to the cities. In those spaces, it looks like some maleficent deity took a hair trimmer to the skull of the earth. Same goes for the interstate. In Tennessee, that is I-40. I-40 is a ruler straight bald spot in the wild wonder of nature. The road does not waver or bend for anything on the wild earth below. In the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. If there's an embodiment of that metaphor, it is I-40 in Tennessee. Shout out to Professor John Lee, whose uh, Persian Empire's Royal Road uh, had mounted couriers who could travel 1,677 miles from Susa to Sardis in nine days. The Greek historian Herodotus wrote the famous statement later, stolen by the USPS. Neither snow, nor rain, nor heat, nor gloom of night stays these couriers from the swift completion of their appointed rounds. I think of that as I see those little UPS, USPS trucks like driving around with similar gusto for the M Amazon empire <laughs> at the holiday time. Prepare the way of the Lord. Prepare the Lord's highway. Prepare the Lord's interstate. It's worth noting a little grammatical problem that it comes up in the translation here. In Matthew's Greek, we read, A voice cries out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, right? In Isaiah, we, the Hebrew actually says, A voice cries out, colon, Quotation mark. In the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for God. 
This is a Hebrew structure that comes up in a lot of Hebrew poetry that works in other forms. It's called a chiasm. And the reason it's called a chiasm is because, okay, in this passage, we have in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, right? And then make straight in the desert. These two lines have a parallel structure that is in the Hebrew repeated from AB to BA. The first line's AB and the next line's BA. And the, so that cross section is like the Greek letter chi, chiasm. Right? So it's significant that, it, that it's saying in the wilderness, prepare, and then in the desert, make straight the highway of the Lord. Isaiah goes on to say, Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain shall be made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places plain. The point is to build an I-40 for God. Make it easy for God to come. Now, I'm not a big fan a biblical passage that demands the destruction of wilderness. But that is not the directive here. The metaphor is about making it easy for God to come into our lives. Clear the wilderness that is our anxiety, our hurry, our busyness. Level out the heights of uncertainty and the depths of fear Change what needs to change in order for love to arrive unhindered. That's what the churchy word repent means. Change. Greek, metanoiete, from the verb metaneo, meta, after, behind, noose, mind, change your mind, get out of your head, get back into relationship, get back onto the highway of love. The other day, I was lost in the woods of parenting, and I heard some words of wisdom it was on the podcast Hidden Brain. It said, being a parent is more like being a gardener than being a carpenter. A carpenter has a vision of what she or he plans to build and then sets about crafting that vision. A gardener plants, feeds, nourishes, and attends to the garden. The garden gardener knows the plants but cannot exert exacting control. Such is the way of love. It is not about clear-cutting the wilderness of the world to manicure what we want. It is about attending to the needs as they arise, being gardeners of love. In a few weeks, my little family will return to the deep woods of the South. We'll make our way through Kentucky from Indiana to Nashville for a wedding and then down to Atlanta to visit my father. Recently, my dad started dialysis. His kidneys have stopped functioning, and on top of that, his bla- he has bladder issues, severe bladder issues. And in preparing for dialysis, his nephrologist discovered cancer in one of his kidneys. They hoped to remove that, can- that kidney in January. And of course, prior to all this, we want to see him, want to be with him.
because that is what the way of love does. It draws us together. Love cuts down our expectation and our isolation. It clears the path, the highway, through the chaos that divides us all so that we may be together as one. Prepare the way of the Lord, the clear-cutting way of love. Amen.